This is Rutland calling. It's the Wilbur Project Podcast. Well, here we are at the first ever Wilbur Project Podcast, uh, virtually around the table. Wilbur is virtually to my left, don't you, Wilbur? Hello, mate. Yes, I am indeed. How are you doing? All right? Very well, thank you. Uh, and virtually opposite me, as, as, as the way I like to keep it, is uh, Sponge Selbers. Oh. Uh, good evening, good evening, good evening. Oh, oh. Yes. And, uh, Hello, Sponge. Coming in all the way from my uh, to my right, the uh, from the Cottesmore Everglades is Mr. Tuzzy Tires. <laughs> oh. good, good evening from Rutland, everybody. Ah, Typical drummer, you're in late again, Tuz. Well yeah, done, well, I've, I need to warm up before I get uh, <laughs> get into my rhythm tonight. <laughs> now you're getting on a bit. Are you, are you practicing your shuffle, or does it come naturally? No, sure. When I've got got my slippers on, it comes on, comes along nicely. (laughs) Right. So, giving everybody a little bit of a backstory then to what we're about, and this will be quite interesting because we don't know uh, what each other are going to say to this. But go go right back to the beginning. The the first song that you ever sort of heard that made you think, "Oh, this is this is popular music." I sort of. uh, I'm sort of getting into this. What was your first yeah. your first memory of a song? Let's start with you, Wilbur. Yeah. Um, well, I can always remember growing up, uh, I can always remember there was always lots of music about. My old chap, he used to, obviously, he was into the Beatles and, and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, Engelbert Umperdinck actually was his favourite. So he, he always used to be singing, uh, Please Release Me, as I seem to remember. Uh, my sisters, obviously, they were into music. One of them was big into T-Rex, so there was plenty of that about. And my other sister was uh, heavily into the suite. Uh, so obviously I was familiar with them. But one song that um, hit me right between the eyes, I think, was uh, 1972. I'd be, uh, I'd be around eight. And that was Slade, Goodbye to Jane. Ooh. Absolute. Oh yeah, Splendid. I can't remember where it was where I first heard it, but it was probably seen it on top of the pot. So I can I can remember going. Um, we were out shopping, and my mum buying me a Slade poster with uh, Noddy and Dave Hill on. But that that was the first one I think for me that really got me uh, got me interested, shall we say? They um, had some fantastic singles yeah. in those oh. days. Well, I mean, I love Slade. Fantastic band, Slade, the Sweet. All that early sense of stuff, but I suppose yeah, what's great. I I sort of grew up with a background to Elvis because my that's my mum's favourite. So we used to listen to the Elvis Christmas album every Christmas day, and oh. uh, had a wonderful <laughs> picture of him with a snowy background and he had a scarf on and everything, which was wonderful. Well, we can we can recreate that with you, mate, <laughs> in the winter. I think <laughs> I think we should do that. Did he visit Skillington often? No, not often, to be fair, no. no. I don't think he was a regular down the Blue Horse. It, it, it sort of dropped off his tour schedule, didn't it? I think it did. I'm sure. Mum, mum, mum was always... Was it Colonel Parker? She hated Colonel Parker because he stopped in um, tour in Britain, didn't he? He did, and, actually, yeah. Yeah, my mum hated Colonel Parker for that. But she did see Cliff Richard and said it's the worst gig she's ever been to. She left after the second song. I can understand wow. that. Yeah. Um, but uh, the song that did it for me, the song that I went, wow, was um, Paranoid. And I thought, yeah. as soon as I heard I didn't that... Didn't know Elvis did that. 
<laughs> no, he, he did a version of it. Um, that'd be very funny. Um, and as soon as I heard it, I thought, that's what I want to listen to. I want to listen to, like, you know, music that's just big and powerful. And uh, I just, it blew me away. And I remember going down Woolies and buying uh, the album, which is a 199 cassette. And I take it home, just listen to the whole album over and over again. It was just, it, it blew me away, really. So, uh, so you listen to Paranoid, and you have been ever since. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I think I've got that song by the Dickies, you know. Yes, the Dickies did a fair old version, didn't they? Yeah, Definitely. Uh, yeah, on, on clear vinyl, as I remember. Yeah. Tuzzy, did your... Uh, Paranoid was always on the George Hotel jukebox, was it not? Um, was it the George or the Odd House? Um, oh, I thought it was the George, to be honest, but uh, I could be wrong. Could have been. Could, could have been. Yeah. But, yeah, great, great tune. Yeah, it Absolutely. is a fa- fabulous tune, yeah. Um, I, I certainly remember uh, listening to that Sabbath album with the old tennis racket in the bedroom, you know, trying to do <laughs> to- Tony Iommi bit. Did you cut one of your fingers <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah, art is pain, as they say. I, I had a mirror in the bedroom as well. Don't know about that. Hey, another classic song. <laughs> mirror in the bedroom? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, no, no, no. That's another, another game completely. <laughs> quick, quickly, quick, quickly, wind that one back. It's funny, you know, uh, Sponge and Wilbur saying, you know, about music that their parents were into because quite honestly I, I don't really ever remember my parents being that that particularly keen on music but what I think got what sort of spurred my interest was one day inexplic- inexplicably my dad came home with an old second-hand reel-to-reel tape recorder and I thought oh well, what, what's this all about then so I had to do something with it and and I can remember I must have I must have been probably about 10 years old and I actually started recording Pick of the Pops with Alan Freeman on, on Sunday evenings All right, yeah. and yeah, uh, brilliant. I, so I suppose this would be kind of late late 60s, 68, 69 and um, at that time you know as Wilbur said you know the charts was mainly full of old crooners like Tom Jones and um, Eng- Engelbert Humperdinck yeah. you know with with the odd the odd thing by uh like the Stones or people like that. But the thing I think that really got me was um, when I first heard Space Oddity, David Bowie. Oh, um, you know, those those chords and then, you know, the first line kicking in, totally different from anything else. You know, e- even the kind of, you know, the, the sort of the, the pop bands, the rock bands that were coming through, obviously like the Beatles and, um, and the Stones, but, you know, class apart from that even. Yeah. Um, so I think I think for me that was the thing that really hooked me in, and I, I carried on, you know, recording that show until I was able to actually go and start buying music with my own money, and and you know, typical in those days we had an old Roberts um, uh, medium wave radio, and I literally was recording it with a microphone shoved up in front of it, yeah. and and usually halfway through mum would come in and say your tea's ready boy and (laughs) just just in a a quiet bit when you need it all to be uh you know sort of quiet and atmospheric yeah uh, yeah i think that uh microphone shoved in front of the speaker is like the sound of the 60s and 70s isn't it it is and to say your mum coming in as well yeah 
And to be honest, the way we're doing it tonight, it hasn't really moved on much for us, has it? <laughs> but, yeah, Technology has invaded us here in Rutland, hasn't it? I always used to record that as brilliant, isn't it? Just yeah. trying to get it to switch off before the DJ spoke. <laughs> brilliant. Usually Dave Lee Travis talking over everything, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He didn't like it. Yeah. The hairy monster. The hairy yeah. monster, yeah. <laughs> Did your mummy yeah. come up to us, eh? Did your mummy go and say, turn that racket down? Turn, turn, turn that tennis racket, racket, racket down. <laughs> turn that tennis racket down. <laughs> I, it, it, it didn't have a volume control. So you so, so so what, space oddity to us, yeah? Yes, yes, definitely. Was your reel to reel in stereo? Because it, it had quite good stereo effects, didn't it? Um, it? Yeah, it did, but I don't, I don't recall it being a stereo reel to reel. In fact... It was just a big old clunky thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a tiddy little speaker, you know, playback. So Probably wouldn't um, bother to it was, now. It would be, yeah. yeah. Goodness knows whatever happened to it. But, uh, yeah, certainly don't have it anymore. Progressed to a cassette recorder after that. But that, yeah, that was... Yeah, I, did, I did too, a, a damn set recorder. Yeah. I had to press play and record yeah. at the same time. That's it. Oh, yeah, That's excellent. Yeah, yeah I remember then. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my mum and dad were very, very posh. We bought a stereogram, which, Ooh, which oh. didn't really help because you could only really record out of one speaker. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a quick choice whether the left or the right, and where it went, <laughs> it just used to go quiet. So I was, yeah, I was just, I was just wondering, Rick, what about you? What, what, uh, yeah, what, what sort of brought you into the, um, the world of? Popular music. Well, before the days of damn set recorders, the first record I remember seeing, which I think my brother had probably bought, was uh, by them. It was um, Van Morrison, oh. really, wasn't it? Baby, please yeah. don't go. And Gloria. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant. The first yeah. record I remember seeing. The first record I think I, I, I really, well, I got bought for me was um, Back Home by the England World Cup squad. That'd have been <laughs> 1970. 1970, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. With yeah. cinnamon stick on the B side. <laughs> but okay. I think before that, the the one I think that that I really I sort of heard and thought, oh, this is good, was it was bits and pieces by the Dave Clark Five. Good little catchy tune, that is, isn't it? Brilliant. I, I never got the dance off. I could could never do that. <laughs> it was like sixties bands always to stand and. and and do a little dance in line, didn't they, with their with their birds Superb. on? We we really need to sort of introduce that into the Wilbur Project set. <laughs> I reckon we could do something with that. What choreography? I really think not. Well, we couldn't be. A, we are literally a sixties band almost now, aren't we? So as in the age, you know, in our sixties. Yeah. <laughs> well, speak for yourselves. Uh, oh yeah, right now, Spuds, yeah. You've got to have an apprentice, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> young young Selvers. Well, I'm the baby of the band. You were a big baby and you still are. <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel, always say the same. You're a blooming big baby. Yeah, you can say that from 12 miles away, can't you? Yeah. Rick, when you when you talk, when you talk about um, Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch, what, do you remember the other song they did in Xanadu? Yes, I do. Or the legend of Xanadu, was it? Oh, yeah, with, yeah. With, a, with a whip crack. 
Ah, well, this is what I'm coming to. Ah, the whip crack, uh, it, yeah. You know, you know these these you strange got family up in your bedroom, have you? I, uh, you, you'll be you'll be surprised what I've got hanging up in there. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't but, think we would now, mate. But uh, yeah, what I was going to say, you, you know, these weird sort of traditions that you tend to have as a as a family, um, or maybe we're the only ones. I don't know, but no, I haven't. But, when I was a young kid, I I, I de definitely remember that that song coming on the radio, and I was forced by my mum and dad in front of any relatives that happened to be there to kind of run run around the room and pretend to be cracking a whip every time. I think actually something something deep deep and psychological has stayed with me for the rest of my life. And, I, think uh, it, I, I think it's going in with me now. I've heard that. <laughs> now, now, now I think back, it does explain a lot. It sort of puts all the pieces together. Oh dear, that's brilliant! Oh, this is a revelation. This is, isn't it? That's yeah, it's all coming out. You're getting it all off your chest, Tuz. That's I say, good, I tell you, this is more this is this is more like a confessional than a podcast. <laughs> well, Sponge is paranoid. Tuz has got mirrors on the ceiling and whips in the bedroom. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a good job nobody's listening to this, isn't it? <laughs> good don't, job it's not live. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Oh, we won't. No. Exceptional. So is that tradition still going on in your family then, Tuz? Do you still have no. to do that? Sadly, it's died out. I, I'm the only surviving one, I think, that remembers that one. So, he's the last of the whip crackers, boy. Having said that, I can't think of any other song that's had a whip in it. Could you? Rawhide. Uh, <laughs> Rawhide. Yeah. Rawhide's got whips in it. Yeah. So moving out of uh, of, of Tuzzy's Tuzzy's bedroom, <laughs> I don't want to remember at all now. Um, no. Wandering into town as you were, as you would with your I don't know with, with your with your pocket money or, oh. or or your first paper round or something like that. What yeah. what would be the first seven inch single that you? That you let's start with Tuzzy and get I... that over with. Yeah, please. Are, are you ready for this? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, no. No, no I, can, I can definitely remember that one. Um, and you're absolutely right, Rick. It, this is, you know, this is the first thing I bought with my own money. Uh, two and used to get half a crown pocket money. Yeah. And uh, so I think I had to save for three weeks to get a single. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was a little, little, uh, little walk down to Frank Plowman's on New oh, Street. My. New Brilliant. Street, as it was then. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, it was basically um, Rider White Swan by T Rex. Oh, wow. Um, Good call. So, so yeah. that would be that would be probably late seventies, I would think. Um, so I'd be I'd be eleven years old. Uh, and Rider White Swan would be early seventies, surely. So I would say seventy-one, surely. No, well, no it depends no. when he bought it. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it. I think it's I think it's definitely 70s because I know I was still living we're still living down Braunston Road at the time and we moved when I was 12 so it it wouldn't it wasn't then it must um, have been a, a re-release yeah I was going to it, say it was, when he bought it, it surely it was, it was perhaps a signet at that time <laughs> it was just um, an egg <laughs> but uh, no, yeah I mean I know, I know I know you know Mark Boland Slade you know kind of they 
they were probably the ones you associate with with glam rock. Yeah, uh, but definitely. but I I always thought Mark Bolan and T Rex, you know, were a lot more a lot deeper than that, and uh, you know, a lot of progressive styles and different styles as well as just kind of straight poppy poppy rock music. Yeah. So uh, yeah, was it, was nice. top, top song and, and I. I'm just digging De- out my Decker. record collection on Decca. I was on Decca. I'm sure it was on Decca. It's had a blue label. I remember it having a blue label. Um, yes, that... I've got a couple here in front of me. There's T-Rex with the Mark Bolan in red and T-Rex written next to it. That's on, it. On, on EM, that's on EMI. That is. That's, it's blue. It's a, it's a navy blue. But okay. I've got a couple of earlier ones on Fly Records. Essex Music. It's sort of black with a picture yeah. of a fly on it. But uh, right. Decker, Decker, I don't, well. I'm, 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 Is that T-Rex or Tyrannosaurus Rex, Rick? Uh, both. Because I think that was about the time they, they they abbreviated it to T-Rex, wasn't it, around yeah. the 70s? Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. Uh, Jeepster and Life's a Gas is by T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. I think they were a bit later. Get it on. I think it was just a single. I don't think it actually appeared on an album, did it, Rider White Swan? I think it was just like a standalone single. Was single. It really? Oh. Think yeah, so, I think so, yeah. Know that. yeah. Yeah, I think I'm right in saying that. Down to Frank anyway. Plowman's boy. Yeah. So, Will, would you have any recollections of Frank Plowman's? Or... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we were there all the time, weren't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody used to see everybody in there, didn't you? You know, you it, couldn't, couldn't get through the door some days, could you? You could, you could get anything there from a record to a musical instrument to a bike. To an inner uh, tune. In a tube, yeah. In a tube for your five-speed drop-handled yeah. racer. That's yeah. a yeah. proper hardware shop, that is, isn't it? Oh, brilliant, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. It was a, well, it's a shame you didn't have camera phones back in those sort of days. You could, yeah. Nobody ever thought of taking photos of these places, but you'd love no. to see them again now, wouldn't you? Absolutely, yeah. 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 You, you, know, you say that was on New Street, Tuz? Yes, yeah. Just down to, uh, opposite... Um, where the the Prince of Wales would have been in those days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is, I can yeah. only remember it being in the R Street. To be honest, I can't be, remember it being down there. Well, before before where the bus station and uh, Wilco's is now, when that yeah. was all ter- terraced houses, it was That's kind right. of down I there. Remember, oh, I can remember them terraced houses. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember them, but I, I can't can never remember Frank being around there. Because the the other thing is above his shop was the old um, Angling Rutland Angling Society rooms. Uh, right. That, that's where that's where I, when I first started playing drums, uh, we used to practice there with Reflex with Dick and Magic and, oh, Dave, right. and Dave Grinney. Um, right. Yeah. So that's where we first kind of used to rehearse. With yes. with ma- with massive pike and chub stuffed on the walls. <laughs> gone back to the walls, haven't we? We've gone back to the walls on the walls. <laughs> so it's like home from home then to us, really. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I oh, really did feel God. at home. Felt very comfortable there. Yeah, I can't I can't re- recall him being around there. I can recall the uh, terraced houses and yeah, because uh, they were derelict for a long while around there. Yes, they, they were. From... Yeah, but yeah, then you say moved on to the high street and to actually. Yeah. Big, he had a bigger shop when he was on the high street. Yeah, it was. It was, it was really long, wasn't it? Yeah. What's yeah. there now? Yeah. Excellent. Um, there's a Eastie's um, takeaway and yeah, a uh, kebab place, isn't it? Uh, 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 what, what Frank used was to be, a bit further down, wasn't he? Oh, what used to be Berridge's, the you know yeah. the, the, the yeah. sort of general store 
news agent type yeah. place. What year did Frank close to us? What would that be, think? Oh, early right. 80s? Well, I'd say mid 80s, Wilbur. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know the exact date, but he was, uh, yeah. yeah, certainly. Well, him and his wife. Um, oh, no, what was her name? Um, Mrs. Plowman. Mrs. Plowman. <laughs> 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 I wonder oh, when they went out for a meal. I wonder what they used to have. <laughs> What do you think they are, mate? Scampi. Two plowmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, the, the, the other thing, that, that they had a relatively small selection of records. You know, they, they would yes. have you know, literally only what was in the top ten and maybe yeah. only one, one or two copies of them. But... They were also very good in those days of, of ordering things for you. So yes, you know, you'd go yes. in and if you wanted something that was just slightly out of the mainstream, they'd, they'd get it for you the next, you know, within yeah. a few days. So yeah. uh, that's 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 usually what we'd, we'd hear stuff on, you know, the old grey whistle test or whatever and go in yeah. and order it. And that was the main way of getting music. Frank was the man. He'd get he was, yeah. he was, yeah. yeah. Well, meanwhile, in his shirt tie. Meanwhile, over in Alton... We used to have Dale and Greens used to do the uh, singles in the 60s. In the corner next to what the vaults is, Dale and Greens shop. Again, that was a hardware shop. So, you know, know, there's hoovers and tellies and things all in the window. And uh, (laughs) hanging on the back, I remember like a a bit of hardboard with holes punched in it that you put your your hooks on. And the stuff stuff would be on there and the the records were all up there. And uh, I, I could, yeah, I can remember. I, I didn't buy any there because I was I was too young. And then later on, as a teenager, there was a there was a record shop on Adderley Street. Whoa, Minchin. Minchin. Yeah, as his surname. Um, he, he used to have uh, well, again, like you're saying there, because he'd order anything in for you. He can remember yeah. going in there and looking through the records and thinking, oh, here we are with the. It was a bit of Batman Turner Overdrive. And oh. <laughs> oh. Stuff and like, you ain't yeah. seen nothing yet. No, yeah. he'd have, he'd have uh, you know, all, all sorts of weird and wonderful prog rock and stuff in there that I, I, I've never heard of. I, I think the first one I ever bought um, with my own pocket money, and uh, I, I, I wasn't working, but I used to have to cut the grass and uh, and do some odd jobs and again I, I went to Plowman's in Oakham and I went on the bus it wasn't the Barton's bus from Uppingham I think it was the United <laughs> Counties one the old green ones <laughs> oh, yeah the old green ones I, I got the bus into Oakham and I bought Hellraiser by the suite oh, oh good, good tune mate yeah. that sounded good on Fabulous. the stereogram when I got it home I can tell you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. yeah the old chap was very pleased with that <laughs> no. no, that wouldn't go down very well with the folks, boy. They all used to no. wear makeup. Oh, <laughs> look at that, That's the sweet, not not me, mum and dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> One, one of one of them didn't actually wear trousers, did he? No, true. What? Which mum and dad? <laughs> The bass <laughs> player, I think, just had hot pants on. Didn't there was they? only one person oh, with all the had, trousers in our house, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what bass players are like, to you? Oh yeah, yeah. Lot, yeah, that's lot. true. Yeah. The old, mate, the old, the old tigers of mate. Tang over there. <laughs> you wouldn't have got, you, you got away walking around Granford with hot pants on, let me tell you. 
<laughs> Silver up Which... pants, boy. Were you... <laughs> you, you lasted five minutes, mate. Sponge, were, the, were you the only bass player in the village? Yeah, I was. I was also the best one. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't dispute that. Don't doubt that. No. Yeah. I, Good start. I dare. I dare <laughs> dispute that. He divided his time when he was a young un playing bass and riding horses, didn't you, boy? Well, riding anything that moved really well, but horses uh, was right. predominantly the one that I aimed for. I've googled it. <laughs> Apparently, you were the best bass player in North Skillington. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, there's a woman who was uh, who lived down. She was she was 92. She was all right. In the folk I heard. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> I heard he weren't the best, but he was definitely in the top ten. Is that? <laughs> there's only two of us. Is that that was one street in Skillington, wasn't it? There's only three streets in Skillington, mate. Brilliant. Are you the greatest export to come out of Skillington, boy? Uh, oh, crikey, that's a good question, Wilbur, that is. A chap called Bob who's really good at... Um, at um, <laughs> Remembering? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> He's got a great memory. <laughs> what was he good at? Oh. Colouring things in? Oh. No. Prompting. No. No, he has... Animals. He used to stuff animals. What do you call that? Oh, taxi driver. Taxi driver. The taxi driver. He's a taxi, taxi driver. driver. Yeah, he's a taxi driving animals. So uh, yes, I'm, I'm probably the the certainly one of the top five musical exports from Skillington. Best exports from Skillington. Sure. Brilliant. Uh, and then trying to link this together because <laughs> he's, he's missed every prompt so far. What was the first single you bought, Sponge? Well, you didn't ask me that, did you? If you just asked me outright, I would have told you. Um, the first... <laughs> Living in... A lot goes over the head. Your people's your head in Skillington. Is it the valley? No, but it's very close to an aerodrome, so a lot of these gliders, they always just go over your head. Aviation uh, fuel, boy. Yes, that always went over your head. Uh, well, the first single I ever bought was um, to the Japanese by the Vapors. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> I was about say that it could have been written about you, boy. It's autobiographical. I think you've hit a showstopper there. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> only you, only you, Sponge. <laughs> oh my God! Wow! Oh, and you know it's like with the innocence of youth, you, you don't really understand what it's about, do you? And it's not till later on you think, yeah, it's quite ironic, really, yeah. isn't it, boy? <laughs> I was, oh, I was well. just, I was just going to ask if it helped you release some of those teenage tensions. <laughs> Well, there's an awful lot of riding going on. Listen to that, yeah. So, yeah, it did really. But it's a, Brilliant. But it's a great song and and absolutely fantastic yes. song. Yeah. And yeah. I bought the album years later, and it's a was it uh, Nuclear Days? Nuclear oh, Days. Brilliant yeah. album. Brilliant album. Yeah. That, that's in fact, I would say Nuclear Days in my uh, all-time top ten albums. It's a absolute. Superb so, album. Um, it is a superb album, yeah. Brilliant songs. Uh, Spring Collection, that's another fantastic Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And, and Tuzzy, we were lucky enough to see them, weren't we? Was it last year or...? Well, we saw them back in the day, didn't we, Wilbur? And yeah, we saw them back at Retford. 
Retford Porterhouse. Ooh, yeah, uh, and we saw them there the other year with Jam from with the Jam. jam and they, from, they were absolutely uh, brilliant. They they? Were much, I thought they were much better than from the Jam, actually. Yeah, they, they were really, really good. Very yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's just the songs just stand the test of time, yeah. don't they? they? They were really, really good. Excellent. And, and it's, uh, what, it's Dave Fennick's son plays guitar with them as well, doesn't he? Oh, yes. yes. Dave Fenton, but, wasn't it? Dave Fenton, Fenton, that's it. Okay. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Close. He was the one with the uh, <laughs> superstore boy. Yeah, the department store in Leicester. Department yeah. store, yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, they but, were really good. But you talk about record shops. Obviously, I I come from a slightly different um, area to Rutland. So in Grantham, we had we had a Dave's record shop, which Rick may be aware of. Um, oh, I remember just... near the Beehive. No, oh, no, no, I no. I remember that one. I remember yeah, that one by the beehive. It was to the right hand side of the beehive as you looked at it, wasn't yeah, it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's where Dave started and then he moved to Westgate next just 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 a bit down from Angelo's chip shop. Yeah, I know where you mean, mate, yeah. Bloody yeah, hell. and the same thing, that's pre it's pre internet days, wasn't it? So you used to have to go and yeah. order everything and yeah. I can Okay, I can remember, we, you know, me and Rachel used to phone each other up listening to the Friday Night Rock show with old Tommy Vance. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Tommy Vance. And we used to go down and order it. And, it, it, like, every Thursday they released albums, didn't they? And we, yes. used to, um, yeah. we, we were waiting for the record shop to open to yeah. go in and buy them. And we'd rush home, play them, and phone each other up. Go, wow, that's fantastic, wasn't it? <laughs> and, and go, you know... <laughs> On your mum's phone, your mum going, oh, you've been on that way too long now. More than two minutes. <laughs> yeah, more than two minutes. Yeah, you can get off. That's cost me five pence. If you wanted something a bit more exotic, we used to go to Way Ahead in Knots. time we used to go, it was a really small shop, and then it got massive. And um, you used to go and order these Japanese imports, and you're making imports. Because uh, you used to get them in a big, long cardboard sleeve with a CD in, and, and or you get an album, which like would all be um, shrink mapped and everything, and we'll... Japanese writer and stuff, and you could go there and order anything. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. but to me, it always felt quite special then. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, you used yeah. to go to the record fairs and you'd get stuff from the record fairs, and not this internet yeah. ordering where it just turned up. You had to go out and yeah. find it. You had to search for it. Well, yeah. To be honest, it was like earlier we were. I was discussing and saying, "Have you heard Nine Below Zero? You know, latest album." You're just going to go and listen to it on Spotify. Years ago, you'd have gone rushing straight out and tried to find that anywhere, wouldn't you? You're, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right, Wilbur. There's no, there's, just, no, there's no effort required anymore. No, it does take a bit no, of fun isn't. out yeah. of it, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you couldn't wait to get that album in yeah. your hand and you just couldn't get home quick enough to play it, could you? That's no, right. you couldn't. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, it has taken something away. I, I definitely think yeah. that. Yeah. And I don't think the internet's necessarily always a good thing because it's a bit like pornography. You know, it used to be great finding. It used to be great finding a. Is that your fourth It used to be great finding a razzle flapping around the edge row, isn't it, as a kid? It was a bit of a treat, wasn't it? No, you just jump on your phone, it's all there, isn't it? Mayor, back to Skillington again. All I could say, Sponge, is if you found a razzle, no wonder you were turning Japanese, boy. <laughs> exactly, boy. I can, I can always remember. Uh, I'm not, no, in, in, no, please don't, please. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> the pieces are all fitting together now, aren't they? 
Rick, 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 you, yeah. you, Rick, you told me to prepare for a discussion about music. Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll mute Sponge just there and fearing the internet police are about to burst in. I think we'll call time on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, join us uh, on our social media. Uh, Wilbur's all over it. You can't miss him. And until the next time, um, I think that's that. Don't need to worry, baby.